Roman here, and are you still not subscribed to Matt's channel? Well, if you're not, hit the subscribe button because he's giving out free picks each and every week. Hope you have a good rest of your day. UFC Austin, Daryush versus Tsukiri in a deep fight night card, even though, you know, we did lose Hooker versus Green. Nice replacement uh, with the tarantula, Jalen Turner saves the day uh, for that co-main event uh, against Bobby Green. I'll look at the main card like usual, provide breakdowns for each fight, talk prices, lines, free picks, leans, and also maybe what to avoid. Week off last week, uh, however, profitable card uh, the week before and a perfect free card for you listeners uh, all over Allen in that fight. Um, Allen by finish, uh, on Morales as well in the co-main so things went right there. SystemSportsCapping.com or link.me slash SystemCapping for client opportunities, a client comments over there, records in all sports, short and long-term, resume and more. Beat the Books, available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Choose your path for If you're listening, if you're watching, much appreciated. I do enjoy the support. To support, like the video, guys. Like the video. Uh, it helps me out a ton on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can always rate uh, it. I don't think they have like option, but you can rate it, uh, review it. That will be much appreciated, like mentioned. Client card will be available after weigh-ins. Weigh-ins are going to be key on this card. I'll talk that here shortly. Uh, we'll go over the main card. UFC update here, record update, which we always do, always transparent, <clears throat> and highlighted by two fight parlays this year, 69% two fight parlays, mostly around even money or plus money, 69% on the year, that's the highlight, and what I'm very happy about is the 66 and 39 all bets, average line plus money guys, no big favorites here, outcomes, Two fight parlays, underdogs, average line plus money. Over 68 units long term in the market. And seven straight profitable years. Let's hear from my friend Kristen before we get into this card. For you sports bettors out there, let's be honest, you probably need a little bit of help reading those books. System Capping is a proven long-term winner against the sports betting market in multiple sports. He's built a worldwide clientele due to his high winning percentage over the years. Be sure to click the link on the bio down here to check out his profile, and you can also find out his resume, client comments, podcasts, and subscription opportunities. I'm going to be following him along too, so let's win some money together this season. Shop around. Shop around, shop around, and shop around, guys. Very important, especially in the UFC. I'm looking at four or five different books right now. Pretty much all of them are different pricing, <laughs> right? Different props out there. Always have multiple books. It's very important, again, especially in the UFC. Uh, so if you can, put funds in multiple books so you get the best price out there. Let's get right into it. A fun main event. Darush plus 225 versus Tsurukian minus 275. You know, when I make these lines, uh, of course, I make my own lines uh, before looking at these lines. 
Um, you know, I had Darush as the underdog, but not this big, not plus 225. You know, I had it closer to, you know, plus 180, plus 160 uh, even. So I do have value here if we're talking just lines. Value here on Darusha plus 225. Um, you know, Armand, highly praised guy, right? Possible champion at some point. A lot of talk of, you know, this guy being a champion in this division. He continues to get better. Continues to get better at fight after fight. Um, he does have some slip-ups though along the way, right? But his slip-ups are against top guys. Islam Makachev, years and years ago, of course. I think everyone remembers that fight. And then the loss to, of course, Gamrod. Very close fight, but he gassed out later in that fight. Gamrod was able to win that one, which was a main event. So yes, Tsurukin does have the main event experience now. He has gained that. He's only 27, 28. He's getting that experience now. He's continuing to improve. Very well-rounded. That's what I love about him. Um, but it seems like when he's fighting the top-level guys, the best of the best, he's slipping up. He does slip up when he fights the top of the guys. Look, some of his wins, right? Um, after that uh, Islam fight, he went on a five-fight win streak. Window for Vola. Mercier. Uh, Mercier just won the PFL title, so shout out to him, Canadian guy there. Alvarez. Uh, and then had that, that uh, step back versus Gamrot, right? He was in that big spot against Gamrot. Close fight, like I mentioned, but he did lose that fight. You know, next fight after that was Ismagula. Very tough guy to fight. And he was able to use his wrestling to win that fight. Again, fairly close fight, but he did win that fight fairly clearly. Unanimous decision. And then he got the finish over Silva, who took that on short notice. It was a third-round finish uh, due to a TKO stoppage. If I recall Silva, yeah, Silva did take that on short notice. Um, so if we look at that, the, the names he beat, guys... You know, not world beaters, not top 10 guys, right? He hasn't beaten that guy that I was like, wow, huge win for Tsurukian, right? I don't see that name yet. It could be here, and it could be here, and I do think it will be here. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, not the greatest matchup for Darush, right? Darush likes to use his wrestling, grappling, overall MMA skill set. I don't think he'll be able to use his wrestling in this fight against Armand. Right, Armand's wrestling is very high level. He likes to be on top. And I do think he can get Darush down on the ground. How will Darush act when he's on top, uh, when he's on the bottom, right? You don't see him on the bottom, all right? His takedown defense is very high at 80%. It's very high at 80%. But on the feet, this is where we see Darush struggle at times. Even though I do think on the feet it's fairly even, but Armand will have the power advantage in my eyes and also the speed that's what i think the difference will be on the feet armo will be quicker on the feet and i think if armo wants to get this fight down to the ground he could bring down Dariush. playing with a little fire because Dariush's grappling is very high level high level black belt uh, i do get that but i think armand's control on top is very good so i do think if he gets down there he can get some control and get some you know, top control in that spot. Don't think he's going to submit Darush. That, that won't happen. Uh, but I think his wrestling is superior to, to, to Darush. And I think he can use that to an advantage. And on the feet, I do think his mixing overall game with his kicks. He likes to use his kicks. I like his kicks. And I do think he is very quick on the feet. Very good striker. 
Um, I just don't think he has a clear advantage over Ben Darish. You know, Darish just has some hands. Uh, he likes to throw as well. Has some power, sneaky power, is what I like to say uh, with Darush. But that speed, I think, will be the difference on the feet here. And like I said, Armand can mix in the wrestling. Right, Darush is live at this price. Right, the price at plus two hundred, like I mentioned at the top, there's value at this price. Right, again, Armand has not beat a guy at this level yet. Right, Darush just beat Gamrock, guys. Gamrot beat Armand. Keep that in mind. Maybe Armand is not as good as everyone thinks he is. Hey, he looks it on paper, and when you see him, he has all the skill sets to be very good. But when he's stepped up to the highest competition so far, he's lost those fights, guys. Keep that in mind. And this is in that category. Dariush is a high-level top five guy in this division. And Armand has not hand well in those fights. I'm just being honest, guys. Love the guy. I think he somehow gets it done here. This will not get my money, though. I'm not going to bet Armand Tarsuk in minus 275 versus Belnard Darush. And like I mentioned, Darush, value at plus 225. I don't think he has enough to get it done. Uh, I do have some concerns as well after that Charles finish. He's a little bit chinny. He can be a little bit chinny, Darush. We have seen it even before um, the Charles fight. Not just this one. We've seen it before in the past as well. And, you know, that could be concerning. A little older now. I'm not saying 35 is old. Uh, but it's a little older now. Um, obviously, he sat out a little bit as well. And how does he bounce back after a tough loss? You guys, you got to keep in mind, a lot of times when, you know, high-level guys get hurt or get finished in a fight, sometimes they struggle to bounce back. Mental game, right? So you're going to have to see how Darius bounces back after that tough loss. This will not get my clients money. Uh, it's going to be a fight that I'm very intrigued in. For video purposes, I'm going to lean Armand to Surikin. Hate the price. Hate the price, but I'm going to lean him. Just because I think he is a well-rounded package. I just haven't seen him beat the top-level guys yet. So show me it. And this is a good spot to show me it. Against Benil Darius, he's a very, very well-rounded guy as well. Uh, so video purposes, Armand not getting my client money this weekend. Uh, I'm excited just to watch this fight and not have to sweat. It could be a close fight, guys. It could be a close fight. And we've seen Armand fade in that Gamera fight later in the fight. Keep that in mind. So if Benel's able to get this fight deep, we could see that again in Armand. So because of that, I cannot bet Armand at this price. This price is not something I'm going to <laughs> have any involvement in. Excited to watch this fight. Should be very high level. Co-main event, Turner minus 225 versus Bobby Green plus 187. Value alert here in my eyes. Value alert, value alert. You know, this fight was supposed to be Dan Hooker. Uh, he gets hurt, so in comes Turner, who just lost to Hooker, right? So he gets to replace that. Um, and, you know, Turner's now coming off back-to-back -back losses. So he's going to be hungry here uh, for a fight. Green is coming off a big KO finish, one of his biggest wins of his career against... Grant Dawson in 10 seconds. A lot of people were high on Dawson. I thought Dawson would win that fight just due to the wrestling. And we did have a play on Dawson in that in that fight. He just was never able to grab him, right? Green did exactly what he needed to do. Get a quick knockout before Dawson could grab him. If Dawson grabbed him, I think it would have been over. But he didn't allow him to. And, you know, hats off to Green. Right? Green does have some good takedown defense. Right? Turner's not a wrestler. Not going to take down Green. It's going to be on the feet. And we have seen Turner 
in that Hooker fight. That was very surprising and shocking how he faded in that fight. Hooker brought the pressure. Green's going to bring the pressure as well. How is Turner going to react? But the more concerning thing here is the short notice on Turner, the scales. He already, I've already been watching interviews. He said he's a little heavier than normal. How is he going to look on the scale? He's a big guy. How is he going to cut down to this weight? That's going to be concerning for me as well. And that's why you can never look at this minus 225. If you can get Bobby Green plus 187 or even maybe higher plus 200, shop around for a Bobby Green price, small unit price isn't crazy. You know, I do like Turner's attributes, of course. The reach, six inch reach, you're going to have the height advantage, four or five inches. I understand all that. And if you give me this fight, you know, both have training camps, I'm going Turner all day. Right? I'll play Turner, both guys, full camp. Um, but we're not getting that situation. Here. We're getting Turner on a week's notice. We're getting Turner heavier. Uh, watch the scales before you bet this one. Uh, but there is value here on, on Green, on Bobby Green. Very confident right now, Bobby Green. Right, Coming off a big win there. Uh, but I get why Turner is favored in this fight. Due to the attributes like I mentioned. You know, Bobby Green hasn't fared well with longer guys in the past. That's something also to keep in mind. But hey, you know, Bobby Green at plus money. You never want to bet really Bobby Green at, at minus, right? When you see Bobby Green minus money, that kind of stays away. But when you get Bobby Green at plus money, it's worth a shot. Especially Turner's situation here, right? The the thing that does worry me, you know, I, I like look when, when good fighters, mainly. When good fighters are on a two-fight losing streak. Coming to that third fight, you know. They're coming in, they're obviously, every fight they're coming in to, to win. But when you're losing back-to-back fights, especially really good fighters, um, that third fight, they're extra motivated, if you if you want to say, uh, uh, to win that fight. So um, if I had to bet this fight due to the price, I would have to look at green, just due to the price uh, and Turner's situation, right? Cannot bet him at minus 225 due to his situation. You just can't. Even though he could win this fight, I get it. Uh, but if I had to bet, it would be Bobby Green. Another fun one here, guys, and, and a tough one. This is probably the toughest one to call uh, on the main card here, guys. Uh, Font, minus 138 versus Figueroa. Figueredo, plus 110. Fun one here. I think it's a fight that probably could be very close, uh, and it is tough to call for a few reasons, like I mentioned at the top. You know, Devison's moving up a weight class. How is he going to look at this weight? He was fighting at flyweight. He was always big at flyweight, right? one of the bigger guys. Now he's not going to be, right? He struggled at times to make weight. Here he won't struggle, um, and he'll be the smaller guy for once in a fight. He's usually the bigger guy. How will he look up? How will he, how will he look moving up? We don't know, right? Does he lose some power? Possibly. Does he lose some speed? Possibly. You know, a lot of questions here for Devison moving up. And he isn't getting an easy welcome to the division. Rob Font, very high volume, just under six. Devison, low volume, at just over three. So if this fight does go the distance, you know, Font could win on the scorecards. You know, Devison uh, rely on his power a lot of times. He can wrestle as well. 
not a volume guy, but can that power carry over to the higher weight class? That, and that's what we'll find out here, right? We'll find that out. We've seen Font take shots uh, at times, very tough, durable, but we've seen rocked in multiple fights. Very tough to finish Font, but we have seen him hurt multiple times. So if Devison does land some of those power shots, you know, will Font be able to take it like he has? He has been taking a lot of punishment over the years now. Right. What I am concerned though is Font's wrestling, and Corey Sanhagen took advantage of it. He took advantage of it to say, at least said, you know, Corey Sanhagen's a good wrestler, but not some world beater wrestler. He's not known for his wrestling. He's known to be well rounded and very quick on the feet. But he took advantage of Font in that fight, and it would be interesting to see if Devison will do that. Devison can wrestle, but you just don't see it a ton. And will it translate moving up the division? Right? Is he going to be able to wrestle, keep him down? I don't know. Right. I don't know. Value here at plus 110 uh, for Devison. This will not get my client's money. It's, it's a flip of a coin and the concerns of how will Devison look moving up, right? How will he look moving up a weight class? We don't know. No one knows. Let's watch and see before starting to put money on it. That's my advice here uh, in this fight, guys. The only thing I can say is most likely this fight will go three rounds. That's probably my favorite play. I haven't looked at the price yet, but uh, I'll look at that. And if it's a decent price, uh, maybe I'll just take the fight to go all three rounds and not bet aside here. Brady, minus 120 versus Gaslam, plus 100. A good fight here. Another good fight here, guys. Another fight where a guy is moving weight classes. Right? A guy is moving weight classes here, and that's Gaslam moving down. Lock looks a lot leaner. Looks good. Uh, moving to 170 here. Uh, problem is Gaslam, you know, the injury issues always with him. Uh, usually when he's fighting at 185, he's the smaller guy. Um, so moving down, I think, is maybe a good thing for him. Um, you'll have to see the scales, check the scales, see how he looks uh, here. You know, another fight uh, like the Turner one, uh, you want to watch the scales. I always tell my clients and viewers, wait to bet fights until the weigh-ins. Now, there are some, you know... Um, times where I will bet before just because I'm very worried about price movement and like maybe it's a title fight you know maybe it's guys that never have weight issues I get it so there are times where I will bet before the weigh-ins but it's rare 90% of the time my client card comes out after weigh-ins right you may hear weigh-in issues with guys some guys may come over there's a lot of reasons why right and this is a clear fight where you want to see Gaslam on the scales you want to see Figueredo on the scales. You want to see Turner on the scales. This is a, a fight card where you definitely want to wait, right? Sometimes, like I mentioned, you don't have to. This is a fight card where I definitely suggest to wait. You know, Gaslam looked good against uh, Curtis's last time out at 185. Um, prior to that, his losses were against the best of the best guys. Keep that in mind, right? Jared Kanier, Whitaker, and wins in his last few years are lower level guys which is a little concerning Curtis and Heinish right those are his only wins so when he's fighting top level guys he loses and when he fights you know the mid-tier guys he usually finds ways to win you know Brady not gonna say he's a top level guy and it's a different division right Brady showed last time out that he breaked he broke right against Bilal Muhammad and Brady if you can't get the fight down to the ground Brady's in big trouble the good news is Gaslam does allow takedowns. He does allow takedowns, right? 62% takedown defense over his career. Brady will need to spend takedowns here. Uh, 
Gaslam's going to be the better striker, right? Brady hasn't shown. I know he continues to improve in striking. I hear him say, I want to show my well-roundedness. He didn't show it against Bilal Muhammad. Bilal Muhammad was able to pressure him uh, and just drowned him, right? He wasn't able to go to deep waters with Bilal Muhammad, and that was just a three-round fight, guys. Bilal Muhammad finished Brady in that fight. Now, I know Brady traveled for that. It was in Abu Dhabi. Uh, Brady will be more comfortable here at home. He seems to be healthy right now. I'm going to look at Brady if I had to bet this fight. Uh, you know, it's his weight class. I do think he has a wrestling advantage here. And I think he can get Gaslam down due to Gaslam being vulnerable to takedowns. The 62%, like I mentioned. Brady is very good on top. Very good jujitsu. Some of the best in the UFC. His striking is concerning. So it, let's say, you know, you, you bet Brady and he's struggling to get Gaslam down to the ground. It's gonna be, you're going to be sweating, guys, because Brady on the feet against Gaslam, you don't want that. You want Brady to be able to control Gaslam on the ground. I think he does that, possibly maybe find a submission. Um, if not, maybe just win the fight in three rounds. But I'm going to look at Brady. The price is good. Um, this is going to be, you know, the last time, you know, this will be the, the, the fight that tells me how good Brady really is, right? Bilal drowned him. Maybe he wasn't ready for that, the travel and all that. No, no um, concerns here. No um, issues here for, for Brady in, into this fight. No excuses. Uh, so I expect Brady uh, to get his hand raised. Won't be an easy fight in my opinion, uh, but we'll learn a lot. We'll learn a lot in that first round. And see if Brady, you know, is he legit? Is he for real? Uh, he's going to have to wrestle in this one. Carpenter's back. Clay Guida, guys. Plus 250 versus Silva. Minus 334. Not a great matchup for Guida. A fun one, though. You know, I always love Guida fighting. 41 now, almost 42. Right? Continues to go. Continues to go, but what does he really have left here, guys? Right? Last time we saw Silva... He fought Armand Tosuka. <laughs> the level of, of, of fight is just huge here, right? And I think UFC are saying, thank you for saving that card. Thank you for going against a killer. We'll give you Clay Guida. And that win on your resume looks good. A, a Clay Guida win, even though it's at the end of the career, looks good. Guida, we know, just wants to wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. Sure, he can get Silva down, I think, at uh, in this fight. But he's not, is he going to be able to keep him there? Is he going to be able to avoid Silva's speed and power on the feet? Um, Guida's just not a good striker, we know that, uh, and I expect Silva to be able to hurt Guida on the feet, and I think he does that. Can Guida get this fight down to ground? Sure. Can he sustain it for three rounds? No. I expect Silva to be more active. I expect Silva to, like I mentioned, hurt uh, Guida at some point in this fight and just be the better striker that hits harder, right? Guida, we know, doesn't hit hard, doesn't have a threat to finish you on the feet, I don't know the last time Guida's finished some guy in defeat. His path is to just overwhelm you with wrestling and chain wrestling, chain grappling. I don't think he can do that here against Silva, the younger fighter. Guida, like I mentioned, 41 now, guys. Don't think he can continue to do this. Um, very winnable fight for Silva. Again, the price is terrible. Could be a two-fight parlay piece for me this weekend. Um, but this price at minus three, three, four, you just can't bet it straight. You have to try to get some value. Put it with another fight if you really like it uh, to get you, you know, closer to that plus money range. Um, Silva may make my client card this weekend. Just the price sucks, right? Sometimes that's that's the thing with UFC. Sometimes you have to bet the price, and you know, outcome. I probably would lean a finish, 
not excited about it, but I would lean a finish uh, for Silva uh, due to that power that he could show. Soriano, minus 275 versus Stolfus, plus 225. This is an interesting one to open up the card, one that really no one wants to see. You know, very lower level. Mid-tier would be, you know, a nice thing to say about these two guys. You know, Soriano just isn't a guy you can trust at minus 275. Yeah, you should win this fight. You should win this fight. But at minus 275, am I willing to find out? No. Three losses in his last five fights. Stolfus, yes, four of his last five fights have been losses. Both guys are just low-level guys in their division. Soriano will have a striking advantage. Yes, power advantage. And volume. <laughs> just over four per minute uh, compared to Stolfus' very low volume at under three, right? Stolfus probably try to wrestle maybe uh, in my eyes. But, I, you know, I think Soriano continues to get a little better. He's training with really good guys. Does that carry over here, though, right? Does it carry over? It's a very winnable fight for him. I just cannot find out a minus 275, and I don't want to be holding that ticket to say, Stolfus won this fight, <laughs> and uh, I bet Soriano minus 275. Not happening, not happening, not happening. Uh, play is going to be Soriano for podcast purposes. Won't get my clients money. That will do it, guys. That will do it. Another UFC uh, we got some good fights coming up, good cards coming up. This is a good one I'm excited for. Uh, Austin, another card. I think Austin, they just went to Austin, what, within a, is this the second time within a year? Uh, definitely they've been Austin, um, I think it's been the second time this year, maybe one a year now uh, in Austin. It's live over there these days. Obviously Joe Rogan over there as well. That will do it, guys. The NFL video out tomorrow, so look out for that. Like I always say, bet smart and know your limits. Take care. <laughs>